0: Welcome to the Mitten Minute, our glamping journey, a podcast where the founders of Mitten Getaway's glamping company, my wife Melissa and I, discuss various aspects of our journey to open a glamping resort here in Eastern Michigan. Our show is produced by Woodalls Campground Magazine and sponsored by Outdoor Alliances, which provides digital marketing services to campgrounds, RV parks, and glamping properties. I'm Mike Crow. Thanks for tuning in for this episode. Last week was part two of a series on the process and elements we used in designing our website. This week's episode won't be as light of a topic. If you follow us on social media or read uh, last week's blog post, you know we've hit a bit of a speed bump in our journey to open our resort. The land we had high hopes for, we had to say goodbye to. Since May, we had it locked down in a rather generous purchase agreement that gave us seven months to complete our due diligence. But on the 1st of September, the 1st of this month, we signed the mutual release uh, to that agreement, letting it go. So in this episode, we'll talk about why it didn't work out for that land, despite all the boxes it checked. We'll start right now with stating the obvious. The bad news is we have to identify new land. There are a couple of positive aspects, though. On the bright side, we no longer have to keep the exact location confidential. That means we can finally share our full pitch video, and we put that on our About Us page on our website. That video was recorded on the property, so we had originally kept it somewhat private on our investors page. Uh, Feel free to check it out if you want to hear our three-minute pitch and see our phenomenal on-camera talent. (laughs) the other uh, much more important positive aspect of losing this land is that once again in the midst of something that seems bad we've been given the opportunity to refine our strategy uh, we've learned a lot from this experience and we'll talk a little bit more about that refinement later in this episode but why did we abandon this as we called the land and howl it's certainly because we didn't want to be there It's still among our Uh, target location. As we talk about, uh, or have talked about in an earlier episode, the land checked the boxes of being secluded, having a water feature, and having a residence for the operators to reside in. Although this amazing piece of land consisted of approximately 85 acres, plus the surrounding hundreds of acres of state land Much of the acreage was occupied by the lake itself and uh, some wetlands. We did previously report that our wetlands delineation was positive, but after additional consideration and discussion with our engineer, our general contractor, and our excavator, we decided that it would not allow for the future expansion that that we might have wanted without compromising on one of our core tenants. And that is providing guest privacy between glamping sites. In other words, we would be able to add more sites uh, beyond the initial phase, but the sites would have to be too close together or they might be too costly to build. Uh, and we're not willing to, to do that. We're not willing to be, uh, compromise on how close the sites are together. And because we weren't willing to cram more glamping sites together on the grounds, we couldn't produce a pro forma that supported the bank loan. Uh, As a reminder, you you may recall that our initial plans for this piece of property involved 12 glamping accommodations. That many sites allowed us to offer a variety of structures, but we mostly picked that number because it produced the right amount of revenue uh, to offset our uh, loan, our USDA loan, or at least we thought it would offset it uh, enough with that many sites. Uh, we would have been happy to have fewer sites uh, as that would have been beneficial in lowering the total amount we needed to raise. Prior to our wetlands delineation, we expected to have ample room for growth uh, to stretch into the high teens uh, for the total number of sites. That is really the the most we wanted to have in, in trying to keep that boutique like feel to our resort, unfortunately, the cost of adding sites above the original twelve would have come at a premium as we would have had to build them on hillsides and near the wetlands and just some other things that would have made construction more expensive uh, beyond the original twelve sites that we could have fit on the property. Um, we've uh had to build or we would have had to build them on elevated platforms increasing the engineering and materials costs, for example. And for the numbers to meet the requirements of the bank, um, the revenue mainly, we either had to increase our average daily rates more than we were really comfortable with or increase the number of sites uh, we had. And with the additional sites anticipated to come at a higher cost, uh, we couldn't really find alignment with what the bank needed to finance the project. A big part of the inability to align was tied with uh, or tied to the cost of the land. I can say now that the land was uh, sold for, or we made an offer for the full asking price of $1.4 million, Although it was 85 acres on a 40-acre lake uh, with a home for uh, the resort's management and surrounded by hundreds of acres of state land, uh, it was still a major entry barrier for us at this price um, with our development budget at about $1.5 million, uh, making the total project cost just under $3 million. The land was half of the project cost. So we determined that we needed to find a way uh, to minimize this barrier. So we've now altered our, our strategy. Getting back to what I talked about earlier with us learning from this experience uh, and trying to reduce that barrier, we've placed an emphasis on finding an exterior, uh, excuse me, an existing land an owner uh, to partner with and or to lease from. Not only will this lower the barrier of financing a costly piece of land, uh, but it should also remove the difficulty that is actually getting the land under contract. Initially, we were only looking at land that was listed for sale, and as we've discussed, sellers typically don't agree to giving you four to six months or more of time to complete your due diligence. Uh, We were really lucky with this piece of land, and the owner giving us seven months uh, in total. And that's understandable for most people selling property or uh, real estate. They don't want to take a risk uh, of of missing a potential sale while they're waiting for you to complete your due diligence, or, or us in this case. To support our new strategy and uh, actually taking a cue from uh, Getaway House, another glamping uh, operator, uh, nationwide chain, really, uh, we've created a real estate page on our site. Uh, and right now it seems like the most likely way we're going to identify land and be able to move forward will be in identifying identifying land through this page, um, or people submitting, um, their land through this page. So, uh, by all means, podcast listeners, uh, we are open to your help here. Uh, feel free to check out, uh, the page. Uh, it's at mittengetaways.com slash real estate. And that will hopefully help you understand what we're looking for. Feel free to share it with anyone you know of in the area. And we'll actually, likely do an episode in the near future diving deeper into our experience with this new land search approach and for those of you wondering uh, about the investment uh, approach we had um, people that were considering investing or who had made a commitment to invest we're actually asking them to hold on their investment if possible Uh, when we do identify the land we'll update All the figures around the terms, the the company valuation and the total raise. Um, our overall goal with those changes will be to maintain or improve the return for our uh, potential investors with those changes. And we'll, of course, continue to provide updates on our progress uh, through our social media channels, uh, blog newsletter and this podcast. So that's our show for today. Uh, you can share ideas for future podcast topics uh, at mittengetaways.com slash reach out, or just shoot us an email at glampers at mittengetaways.com. The Mitten Minute, our glamping journey is produced by Woodall's Campground Magazine and is sponsored by Outdoor Alliances. Check out all episodes of the Mitten Minute podcast at mittengetaways.com slash minute. And thanks again for listening. We'll see you next week.